Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the Clean Water Act. So grab your total maximum daily loads. And let's get civical. Everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Walentowski. And once again, we are recording in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, but we're going to rock and roll. We're really in our era of, it's interesting to watch our phases of when we record you know, grow and evolve and change. And we're really in our morning era right now. We're really in our morning era right now. It really depends on our schedules and totally. personal lives. Which are popping off. Which are popping month. off. This Sometimes it's me because of traveling. Sometimes it's you because of traveling. Mm-hmm. This one is really your fault because somebody is getting married. It's totally my fault. I think this is coming out the week... Of my wedding. I think this is coming out the week of your wedding. Wow, you guys. So by the time you hear this, by the time my voice is in your ears, two days from now, from whence you're listening to this, I will be getting married. So at me and um, send me well wishes. (laughs) (laughs) Send me nice thoughts. It's so crazy. It is so yeah. crazy to think that we are two weeks away. I want to vomit. Yeah, it's getting it's getting really close. It's getting, getting really, really close. L O L. It's getting close. Um, and so, of course, the only way to celebrate um, my impending nuptials is obviously to talk about something something that brings us together just like a wedding does. And that is, of course, our desire and want and love for clean water. I love clean water. Was that not was that not a mastery in segues? That was great because you know what? If you don't have a healthy relationship with your fiance, you should not be getting married. You should not be getting married. And if you don't have clean water mm-hmm. you should not be drinking it you should not be drinking it also another segue i am getting married next to a lake 
And that water is yes. not clean, but it that is water. That water is not clean. That is not clean mm-hmm. water, but there are a lot of turtles and swans in it. So that's fun. That's fun. That's it's pretty fun. to look at. Not it is pretty to, to not look at. Not for drinking. It is not meant for swimming or drinking or no. being in it at all. No. But you will be, you, Arden, will be looking at water. Yes. This is true. And also me. This is true. Mainly looking at you. Mainly looking at me, but if you glance over to the water, I totally understand. It's fine. Totally get it. Totally get it. Totally get it. So obviously today, in celebration of my wedding week, we are talking about the Clean Water Act. Because of course, we had to put this into legislation in order to get it. It's not just something that happens, people. We had to come together in fellowship and put pen to parchment and write it down. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Um, but before we jump into today's notes, do you want to talk about your sources? Sure, I would love to. So the sources for today are history.com. Of course. She is invited to the wedding. She's honestly sitting in the front row will be my mom, my dad, <laughs> history.com. That's it. That's it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's where the Clean Water Act lives. Mm-hmm. That's her home. And then some good information from the Center for Progressive Reform in an article by Jake Moore. Because while the Clean Water Act is really good and does uh, does a lot, it does not go nearly far enough. Because totally. of <laughs> the, the aforementioned dirty lakes and ponds and streams and waters and all of the things that Lizzie mentioned before. So, uh, so we're going to talk about the good things that it does and the things that it leaves untouched. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let's start with the basics. Let's start. Let's go back to basics, shall we? And let's ask ourselves, what is the Clean Water Act? What is the damn thing? So I'll tell you right now. The Federal Water Pollution Control Act of 1948 was the first major U.S. law to address water pollution. Growing public awareness and concern for controlling water pollution led to sweeping amendments in 1972. As amended in 1972, the law became commonly known as the Clean Water Act, the CWA. So it, the, it's, its origin is from the Federal Water Pollution Control Act of 1948. Of course, the late 40s were doing so much. So much. So, so much, much in this time period. We're yes. like uh, I, either at a post-war or about to enter a post-war, but we had just we have just done World War II. We have all we we are out of the Great Depression. We've had all of the New Deal stuff come through. And now they're like, let's just tackle, let's just while we're here. Let's just, just get the water pollution the water. thing figured out. Because can you the imagine the, the, the state of the water oh my God. in just 1948? Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Gross. No good. No good. And then we and then we revamped it in 1972. And now it's the Clean Water Act. Yes. As yes. we know it today. Yes. So the Clean Water Act does a couple of things. And I'm going to list them for you right now. First of all, 
It established the basic structure for regulating pollutant discharges into the waters of the United States. Really big. Really big. Basically being like, here are the rules for putting stuff in the water. Because before we were just dumping anything we and everything. We were just dumping shit willy-nilly into the water. Like, what's this? Oh, what's garbage? this? What's in this? In the water. In the water. Ever seen the Lorax? It's that. Mm-hmm. It's that. It also gave the EPA the authority to implement pollution control programs such as setting wastewater standards for industry. Huge. Yeah. It maintained existing requirements to set water quality standards for all contaminants in surface water. It made it unlawful for any person to discharge any pollutant from a point source into navigable waters unless a permit was obtained under its provisions. It also funded the construction of sewage treatment plants under the Construction Grants Program. It recognized the need for planning to address the critical problems posed by non-point source pollution. And finally, it recognized the need for planning to address the critical problems posed by non-point source pollution. And just so we know, because I was asking myself the question, point sources are discrete conveyances such as pipes or man-made ditches. Individual homes that are connected to a municipal system use a septic system or do not have a surface discharge, do not need a permit. Mm -hmm. Industrial, municipal, and other facilities must obtain permits if their discharges go directly into surface waters. All that to say. Yes. So if you you are worried about like, what am I supposed to do with the waste from my home? It is Mm. fine. Because... Already taken care of. Already taken care of. You can put it down the drain in your sinks. Yeah. Because that is a point surface, because a point source, because it goes down a pipe mm-hmm. into a man-made ditch and out into some, out into a system that eventually yeah. goes into a waterway, blah, 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 blah. What they're talking about is a big industrial facility. Yeah. Cities, states, other, you know, big, uh, you know. Big, big, you know, not not small homes. They're talking about big point sources that, you know, would just be dumping things. I'm telling you, the Lorax depicts this. The Lorax depicts this so well. Yeah. It's literally like a big industry dumping into water and it just spits right out into a lake. Yes. They're talking about like, you know, the oil factory, mm-hmm. or, you know, like the cooking oil factory that just wants to get rid of their waste. Oh, and they happen to be by a river. Right. Bloop. Right. Like, that's what they're talking about. They're not talking about, like, you and I in our homes. No. Washing our dishes from cooking in the sink and there goes our waste down the drain. That's not what no. they're talking about. So it's doing a lot of good things. And, mm-hmm. and, and it has, the Clean Water Act has done a lot and it came from a point in history when a lot of this stuff wasn't regulated and things were getting really bad. Really bad. Things were not good. Not good. Not good. So let's talk about how we got the Clean Water Act. How did we get her? Where did she come from? So the Clean Water Act became law on October 18th, 1972. 
Cute. After centuries of reckless treatment of American rivers, streams, lakes, and bays, the Landmark Act instituted strict regulations on pollution and quality controls for the nation's waterways for the very first time in its history. Huge. Because this is like, I mean, this is the 70s. So we've already had 200 years of just dumping shit. Just dumping shit. Dumping shit. And then we had the Industrial Revolution Mm -hmm. at the beginning, turn of the century. Then we had not one, but two world wars in which industry is booming. And you know that they were dumping all sorts of shit in the lakes and rivers and streams and waterways during that. Yeah. And then and then everybody looks around and they're like, um, ew, ew, this is so gross, ew, so gross. This and we're supposed to be ew. drinking ninety six ounces of water a day, like which icky. water? This is like so this. disgusting. Don't yeah. like this. The nineteen sixties had been marked by some truly horrific revelations <laughs> regarding water pollution. A nineteen sixty eight survey revealed that the pollution in the Chesapeake Bay resulted in millions of dollars of lost revenue for fishermen, while a 1969 study found that bacteria levels in the Hudson River, which is in New York, to be at 170 times the legal limit. Hell yeah. Bacteria. I mean... Hell yeah. Honestly, nothing's changed. But hell yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, do we know that it's not at that level right now? The Hudson is still disgusting. It is so gross. But imagine, imagine (laughs) this. Imagine... At least... It's worse than it is right. Now. <laughs> right, 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 exactly, exactly. So in that same year, 1969, pollution from local food processing plants killed 26 million fish in one lake in Florida. 26 yeah. million fish. There's the no largest, le- there's no left. There's no left. The largest fish kill on record, and an oil slick resulted in an infamous fire on the Cuyahoga River near Cleveland. I do want to do an episode on the Cuyahoga River fire because it's You love your fires. I love my fires. You love your monuments. You love your fires. You love your shipwrecks. This girl Listen, loves it all. This girl loves it all. And also because it's Cleveland, it's Ohio, I love. Totally. Because it's also civics. Like you hear about these big things that happen and I'm like, how did that happen? Arden, like, what? we're going to do the fire. We're gonna you never have to explain to me. Well. Listen, this episode was almost an episode on Baby Jessica Down the Well, and I was like, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> Wait, who's Baby <laughs> Jessica Down the Well? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> what is that? But I, I should have done it, because this is your wedding. You know what? This could That could be your post-wedding. <laughs> Great. That could be your honeymoon episode. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, have you never heard of Baby Jessica Down the Well? I don't think so. I mean, I... Maybe something will trigger oh my, my memory, but like, oh my god, we're totally doing Baby Jessica down the well. Okay, great. Okay, great. So everybody, okay. stay tuned for Baby great. Jessica down the well. Great, that is a perfect. Oh my god, great. I won't look it up until we actually no. record it, so I can no. either remember what it is or learn what it is. But I'm not. Great. It's not. Is there a baby? Does she go down a well? That's exactly what happens. Perfection. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, we did the Lindbergh baby for God's sakes. Like, it's true. It's true. But I feel like the Lindberghs like. I know they are like American icons, but who who knows who Baby Jessica could have been? Baby Jessica could have been president of the United States. It's true. It's true. And now we'll never know because she's in a well. She's in a well. She's in a well. Um, It's also Halloween. It's also Halloween. It's it's spooky. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. It's true. We do shipwrecks. I mean, for God's sakes. For God's sakes, this is our show, Arden. (laughs) It's our show, and it's your wedding, and it's your wedding week, and it's it's your honeymoon. Fine, we're talking ourselves into it. Okay. Okay. So, 
All that to say the Clean Water Act, as you, as you were. All that to say the Clean Water Act, as you were. Um, so 26 million fish were killed in, 19, in the 1960s in a lake of Florida. Largest fish kill on record. An oil slick on the Cuyahoga River resulted in an infamous fire near Cleveland. Very dangerous. All because the rivers and lakes are so filthy and disgusting that they're yeah. literally catching on fire. The water is catching yeah. on fire because it's, so di- it's so dirty. When the elements so, mix like that... Bad. That's not good. Not good. Not good. Water should never be on fire, and fire should never spout water. No. Bad. 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 That's that's called the it's end bad. of the world. So when President Richard Nixon established the Environmental Protection Agency in 1970, it was clear that water pollution would be one of its top priorities. Though Nixon was generally very proactive on environmental issues, he vetoed the Clean Water Act even after it sailed through both houses of Congress on the grounds that its price tag was too high. This is shout out to Nixon. Yeah. I, this is why I love me some, some Dick Nixon, because he's like, first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to be the president that establishes the PA. And we're like, that's awesome. That rocks. Go off Nixon. And then I'm also going to be the president that oversees one of the biggest pieces of landmark legislation to address like a critical environmental and also health hazard problem catastrophe that is unfolding, which is the quality of the water. And everybody's like, oh, my God, yes, this landmark legislation. Yes, yes, yes. And then Dick Nixon is like, actually, too expensive. Right. Too expensive. No, no. Mm, doesn't matter yeah. that it's bipartisan. Doesn't matter that it passed both both houses and, and the Senate. He's like, ah, I don't want to spend all this money. Yeah. On keeping people busy. alive. That's not in my best interest. Please you know send what's it cheaper? Back. Putting out the water that's on fire. Yeah. 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 What if we just drain the river? Then it won't be on fire. Rose Space Mary, write this down. I want you to capture this note that I want to say. Um, We shouldn't be spending money on saving lives. That's crazy. No, no, not cost effective. Not cost effective. Not cost effective. Come on, let them die. Come on. Come on, Rose Space Mary. Okay. The legislature overruled his veto the following morning. Toot to sweet. (laughs) And the bill became law on October 18th, 1972. The Clean Water Act mandated the protection of any waters in the country with a significant nexus to navigable waters. It established a framework for identifying, licensing, and enforcing standards on originators of point source pollution, contamination stemming from a single point, like a factory or sewage treatment plant. It also contained many other provisions for finding, regulating, and cleaning up water pollution, giving most of these responsibilities giving most of these responsibilities to the recently created EPA. Yeah. I mean, it, it rocks. Yeah. I have to say. It's a great I don't. Great I don't act. have a lot of notes currently. I know act. we're going to get to shortcomings, so I can't wait to have notes. But just like the overall right. goal, I'm into. Right. I mean, also, it fits what they were worried about at the time. It's totally. just that it hasn't really been updated for all of the things that we now know to be a problem because we've fixed the things for the most part that we were worried about at the time. And now it's like, right. okay, now we need to fix the new things that we no, now know yeah. to be an issue with, that we weren't really worried about at the time. Right. What I love is that currently now, I mean, our 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 um, House and Senate are in absolute chaos at the moment. Absolute but it's chaos. So, it's so funny to me to like – you know, see 
a timeline where it's president vetoes and then the next 8 a.m. next morning we have a vote and it gets done as opposed to it taking like two weeks a month to like make its way back to the floor for a vote i'm like oh yeah these used to be like boom bang boom bang boom oh yeah see a problem fix a problem see a problem fix a problem Uh fix a problem see a problem blah 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 like this was this is so nice it's so nice so nice it's so nice and what's hilarious is this wouldn't pass today no 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 this would not pass today and it wouldn't pass because like it would go too far for some people like clean water a bridge too far for Mm -hmm. some (laughs) and then it wouldn't pass for other people because it doesn't go far enough and so they would just it doesn't doesn't do enough so we shouldn't do it right and it's too expensive or it's what you know yeah Oh, thank God we got this in during old old Dick Nixon's presidency. (laughs) Thank God for Richard Nixon. I mean, mean, it's like the fact (laughs) that he established the EPA. I'm like, if Dick Nixon can get it together enough to be like, we got to do something about the environment. Like, come on. (laughs) Come on, people. Come on. All right, let's talk about the shortcomings of the Clean Water Act. So where did it not go the extra mile? I'm going to tell you. So here we go. Beyond its language, the Clean Water Act fails to regulate, quote, non-point source pollution or pollution that doesn't come from a discrete location, such as an agricultural runoff, In contrast to point source pollution from industrial facilities or municipalities, non-point sources are regulated exclusively by the state with no federal oversight. So this is interesting. It's like we have federal oversight for one type of pollution, but not the other. And it gets messy because obviously different states do different things. And that's messy because truly... If you really think about it, all water connects to each other. Yes. In some way, even even if it doesn't literally, spiritually, all water <laughs> connects to each other. It does. It does. It does. Because if you think about it, oh wait, I'm about to I'm about to make a, a, a bomb ass point right now. Like, let's say there's two lakes, nothing connecting them. One gets polluted to shit. But this is where, like, drinking water and, like, a bunch of important stuff comes from. It gets polluted to shit. What are people are going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to hop over to this lake and do the mm-hmm. same fucking shit to this lake. So while right. they not be, they may not be connected literally, spiritually, right. if one lake goes down, another lake's going to have to pick up that slack and become overused and dried up. I'm telling you. Yeah. You got to take care of all of your water sources. Mm-hmm. Because they're all connected spiritually. They're all connected. There's also, you know, like the water evaporates and gets, mm-hmm. you, you know, water. Water is cyclical. It moves through the ground. It moves There's through the air. That's that's like fifth grade 101. Say it with me. The water cycle. The water cycle. Evaporation. Mm-hmm. Condensation. Or is it precipitation after that? Evaporation, condensation, precipitation. The order I do not remember, but all of those elements I do recall. Those those are all in there. Those are all in there. The words are all runoff. Runoff is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's evaporation, condensation, precipitation, runoff. Oh, my God. Thank God you have 
a fifth nieces grade education. And, well, I was going to say, thank God you have nieces and nephews who are, you, who are going to be able to make use of your of your fifth grade science education sometime totally. in the in the future. Yeah, I mean, I, I, right I, now, as, the, as the brainiac of the family, I can't wait to impart this knowledge. They're so lucky. Mm-hmm. They're so lucky. So that's one shortcoming is that we have this whole faction of pollution that is regulated by the states and not the federal government. And to me, it's like when you mix and match, it re- that's when things really go awry. It's either like let it we be see all, it all of the, the states or all of the federal government. Right. But both messy. 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 We see it all the time with cars, time. marriages, rights. Yikes. Yikes, my yikes. Only seven states have enacted non-point pollution regulations since 1972, so that's not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Apart from underregulating non-point sources, the Clean Water Act's primary tools have failed to fully protect urban waterways. Studies have shown that urban waters are disproportionately degraded and unlikely to meet water quality standards because of polluted stormwater. And this is how all 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 things are spiritually connected. Mm-hmm. Under current law, sprawling commercial developments and construction sites can pollute with impunity. Great word. Yeah. Although cities have begun to tackle this issue through additional permitting. Fully addressing urban stormwater pollution under the Clean Water Act requires immense upfront investments in infrastructure. Alternatively, regulating pollution transmitted via groundwater might now be done on a case-by-case basis thanks to a favorable U.S. Supreme Court ruling in 2020, but implementation has sometimes remained too narrow in scope. So, like... Not a lot of, not a lot of um, progress has been made on this front. No. Because it's just, it's too big of an issue. Yeah. To tackle on such a nuclear, like we need, it has to, that's what I'm saying, it has to come from like up above and everybody has to comply and everybody has to be mad and forking out money for a couple of years to Mm -hmm. like actually do something that is impactful. Yes. So beyond permit requirements, the primary mechanism for addressing urban water quality is setting and enforcing permissible water pollutant levels known as total maximum daily loads. Oh my god. I know. It's technical. Or I don't t- like I don't like that like it sounds like Total maximum daily loads. Right. It's like, it's so ominous. It's basically what they're doing is creating the level where like, okay, this is as high as people can go before they start poisoning people. So even if you hit the absolute threshold, it's still fine to drink. And I'm like, can we, (laughs) how about total minimum daily loads? You know, like, like, I don't want the maximum. To be allowed. Well, I think you could set it in like in in scales, right? Like if you hit this, you know, like sure. we've done the tests, you know, like say it's out of ten. This is not real. I'm making up numbers out of my ass. I don't know what the numbers are or what they would equate to. I'm sure there. It's not straightforward as one. It's to not 10. straightforward. It. I don't even know what they would measure in. But say it's out of ten, and you know, let's say like the EPA comes in and they're like, oh, city of Lizzie, you are 
at a 2 out of 10 on this pollutant. You need to get it down to zero. Mm-hmm. Or not really, you know, like, so let's say like, you need to get it down to one by in a year. Yeah. You know, like, okay. So, but like, you know, you've got some, they've given you a warning, but it's not that bad. You know, like you're at a, at a out of 10, you're at a two. It's not that yeah. bad. But if they come in and you're like, you know, you're at an eight, you need to get it down to a five in mm-hmm. six months. You know, like at least you've had, you'd have some scale, you know? Right. So I see what you're saying. I think the like having, I see what you're saying by having like one really bad number. Like this right. is the worst that you could have. And if you get that, then we're going to tell you, you cannot have that number and you need to like start working to not yeah, have that number. Yeah, what are the number. consequences? What are know? the consequences of it? Right. I mean, that's also the thing. Like, what are you going to do consequence wise? Like kick the people out? <laughs> right. <laughs> Find them. You Probably. know, like I, well, I'm like that's right. what I'm, I'm like. J- make them drink the water, you know. Right, right, right. I think it would be good to have a like a warning number, totally. an alert number, and then a really bad number. Yeah, I, I I would appreciate varying degrees of numbers. I would appreciate varying degrees of numbers. The total maximum daily loads. My brain also just goes to duty when you say loads. Absolutely. So I, I would appreciate a different name. Different name. Absolutely. Different name than total maximum daily loads because I think two or three based on the amount of Mexican food. Totally. So in terms of EPA speak, total maximum daily loads, the are so the amount of pollutants that they want to measure are challenging to set and enforce because multiple pollutants are present in runoff, like water runoff. And some pollutants are not officially recognized under Environmental Protection Agency regulations. So even though some people, that they are pollutants that some individuals or agencies or organizations want to measure, they're not officially recognized by the EPA. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Additionally, the Clean Water Act doesn't have a clear mechanism for turning total maximum daily loads measures into enforceable controls. So even if you could measure them... There's there like we were saying. There's no way to like okay, so they're bad, and we've measured how many of the bad things a certain city or municipality or town right. or whatever has. How do you enforce? There's no regulation in the act that enforces what you do do yeah. to get the city to turn that around. Yeah, based on a congressional survey, only five states require implementation of total maximum daily load standards. So. And- it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you guys. Yeah. You guys, what is in the water? Yeah. Oh, man, it's so stressful. It's so stressful. I don't like to think about the water. Yeah. Because it's just, that's how you get everybody. Yeah. That's truly it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put fluoride in it. They could put something else in it. You That's never what I'm saying. Know. They, you never know. Oh, my Some goodness. Well, let's hope nobody puts water. anything in the water. Here's the thing, guys. Cleaning the water should be something that unites us. Yeah. Because we all want the clean water. Right. And I'm of the mind, you do what you got to do to make sure the water's clean. Spend the money. Mm-hmm. 
make the regulations, Mm -hmm. enforce the shit out of them. Yep. Because we need the water to be clean. Why? Because all water is connected spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget it. Yeah. Don't forget it. Because if you're going to rely on the bottled plastic water because you can get it for 50 cents a bottle at Costco, Mm -hmm. the minute that that dirty water gets dirtier and dirtier and dirtier, Mm -hmm. that's going to go up to a dollar, two dollars, three dollars a bottle at Costco. And it's not going to be cost efficient and there's going to be a run on bottled water. So I'm just saying. We're just saying. We're just saying. So with that pleasant note said, Uh um, that is our episode on the Clean Water Act. As always, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.